We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this is the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Now, here is your host, John Fitzgerald. It's week number five of the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light. We are at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington as we talk Redbird football for the next 60 minutes and look ahead to this Saturday's family day matchup in the Missouri Valley Football Conference opener against the 19th ranked Salukis of SIU. Hi again, everyone, alongside my partner, former Redbird assistant coach Ted Schmitz, our on-site engineer Greg Holbleib, and Jake Fogel. Back at the WJBC Network Studios, this is John Fitzgerald as we welcome in the winningest head football coach in Redbird history and the star of our little show, Coach Brock's back. You look good. Thank the, you. The bye, the bye week really treated you well, didn't good. it? Good. Yeah, I need all the help I can get. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's all dressed in black. Wearing too. black, yep, for the blackout. Everybody make sure you wear black on Saturday. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be all weekend long, beginning all weekend with volleyball long. tomorrow night, volleyball. 6 o'clock against Valpo, and then Sunday, women's soccer will be playing at noon. All three sports. It's going to be awesome. All blackout? All blackout. That's pretty all nice. All blackouts. That's yeah. pretty nice. It's going to be awesome. I like Get it. out and watch all three. Awesome. It's going to be a neat weekend on campus with volleyball playing on Friday night, the 6.30 start for the Birds and SIU on Saturday night, and then that noon matinee as Redbird soccer takes on the Belmont Bruins. Now coming up at the program tonight, we'll break down Saturday's Valley opener with SIU. 
Senior linebacker Zeke Vandenberg will stop by for our student-athlete spotlight. That's presented, as always, by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representatives. And we will also visit with ISU Hall of Famer and three-time All-American linebacker Boomer Grigsby, who's going to be honored on Saturday night as a member of the College Football Hall of Fame's newest induction class of 2022. Finally, our last segment tonight, you will have a chance to ask a question to Coach Spack, and in return, you will receive a very sincere, heartfelt, and quite often thought-provoking response from that coach. <laughs> oh, he's, I got you there, Coach. Uh, to do so, head on over to the <laughs> Illinois State University Athletics Facebook page, click on the live video link, and comment on the video with your question for the head coach. If you're in the audience here tonight at Schooners, you can take part as well. Just come on up during a break and write down your question for the head coach. Birds and SIU Saturday night at 6.30. And this is where the grind begins, Coach. It is, but I'm impressed with how uh, brave you are. <laughs> getting brave. But, yeah, it's going to be a, be a big uh, big game. It always is. Um, uh, in-state rival, but uh, it opens up our Missouri Valley uh, season, and it's a, it's a grind, no doubt about it. But it's a fun grind. I think our players are, are looking forward to it. Um, this is why we – Work really hard and uh, and, and do, th- do what we do in the off-season to, to prepare for this, and uh, I think our team's ready. So we'll we'll see you on Saturday night. But uh, we're playing a really good football team that can score a lot of points. They score very quickly. They're very dynamic offensively and play with a lot of effort on defense and uh, and have good specialists in the kicking game. So they're, they're a very good football team. They're nationally ranked, and they're ranked for a reason. So we'll, we'll definitely have our hands full, but we look forward to it. You guys have won two straight, obviously coming off the bye weekend and allowed you to get a little bit healthy in some spots for your ball club. So the bye weekend, you know, some might say you guys by far put together your best game of the young season and that victory over Eastern Illinois two weeks ago from top to bottom. Some coaches would say, boy, I'd like to skip the bye weekend this weekend and just keep rolling because we had a little bit of momentum. But for you guys, from a health standpoint, how did the bye weekend work out? I think it worked out really well. Um, You know, our our kickers are getting more, uh, um, uh, they're healthier, I guess I should say, that – uh, so I think, uh, you know, Jacek will be available to, to kick for us this weekend, and that's good. That takes a little stress off of Jack if, if he can do that. Ian, uh, our, our starting kicker, is starting to kick now. Uh, we I never thought he'd come back this year, and he, he we think we might have him in a week or two. So he's starting to kick and doing very well. Uh, he'll dress uh, for the game. Um, Winker's right is, uh, is dressing for the game. He'll be available. Uh, that'll be Really, the decisions of the staff and myself. That's, I'm going I'm to make that decision whether we'll play him or not. Um, uh, but but he'll be available to play. He had practice. He has practice this week and, and is much, feeling much better. So our team is getting healthier, and that, that's really good. Um, but uh, you know, we just uh, we've got to focus on us. We've got to we've got to really execute well and uh, you know play hard and, and, and put ourselves in position to win this game. The focus has not lacked this week, though, for you guys. Took a day off last weekend, really, on Saturday with the bye week. But you guys have been pretty intense this week, haven't you? Yeah. We, you know, Ted's been out there every day. He's seen us. Uh, you know, this group has kind of had a t- – we're trying to kind of pull the reins back on them a little bit sometimes. And <laughs> they were – they were, you know, Cephalos versus Tuesday, and we don't play. We don't play till Saturday. <laughs> I uh, thought today was game day. Yeah, yeah. today, today it looked like game day. But yeah. Yeah. And they had no pads on. Right. Yeah, it's right. Getting, getting a little, <laughs> little nervous. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they, they're, they're, I think they're ready to play. But we'll, we'll see. You know, for that, th- that three, three and a half hours on, on, uh, on Saturday night, that's when you have to be a better team. So, 
Hey, we should mention, too, besides the blackout, you got beautiful red, new red helmets with a beautiful new insignia on the side. Yeah, gray and with, black. And, and silver. Know. Yeah, it's really going to be. Really, really nice. People yeah. got to come out to see it. Yeah, got to come to see what? it. And uh, I, know they're, I know they're for sale online, too, I've heard. Oh. <laughs> Those helmets. Yeah. Oh, I didn't you, know that. You can, uh, you can buy one, uh, I, guess, I guess, if you uh, donate to, the, to, to some some fund. For hey, they got to sell up for the for the game, coach. Yeah, we're sold out, and uh, you know, thanks to our fans, and you know, it's um, you know, it's typical of this game. But uh, I think there's a there's a different excitement about the, about this game than there has been. Right. You know, I don't know, I can't really explain it, but um, it just feels a little different. Maybe like it was pre-COVID. Right. I guess. Right. I there guess you that, go. That kind of what kind of what I feel like. This this feels like Redbird football that you know, you know the, what we worked so hard to build here, and uh, I think. I think it's kind of back right now, so this weekend has really been going to be fun. You know, we got to forget about Eastern a little bit, but let everybody know, last week they kicked the heck out of Murray State, and uh, they actually even used that quarterback that came in at the end, right? I mean, you beat a darn good team very, very soundly. Yeah, they rushed for 300 yards. Yeah. yeah. And, they, yeah. and they won on the road. Yeah, they won on the road. They rushed for 300 yards, and and I was really nervous about his, about their backs, and I, I know Chris really liked their running backs a lot. You could tell in pregame, you know. It's hard for a coach to cover that up. Yeah, you know, right. You, you right. can tell he, he really liked those backs. <laughs> and he goes, I like I have my backs. And I said, well, I do too, unfortunately. <laughs> but but they, they, uh, they're good players. And um, didn't, get, didn't get a chance to get going in our game. They got behind, and they got behind by 21. Right. Had to Snowball. throw it. Yeah, it kind of snowballs on you. It's just one of those days for him. I, that's why I said I told him, I said, hey, keep your chin up. You've got a good team, and yeah. you're going you're gonna to win some games. Keep doing what you're doing. And I hope we stay the, play the same way Saturday night, Coach, because that was a heck of a – I thought you had great enthusiasm, but you've had it all week in practice. Right. You're going to have to play like that. I think we play better than we did against Eastern. I really do. I think we got a lot of room for improvement. Right. I think there's a lot of things we didn't do well in that game. Right. We had some really good players not play particularly well. Uh, so so I, think, I, think that, that, I think that sits in our crawl a little bit. You go to a bye week and the whole team's played well, but you, that kind of uh, bothers gotcha, you a little bit. Gotcha. You know? So I think there's some guys with an edge to them, and uh, we're going to need that Saturday night. We're going to need this guy right here. Zeke Vanderberg's on need tonight Zeke, with Boomer. Need Zeke to play up. I'd love to have Boomer. Yeah, we put, put <laughs> yeah. Boomer inside, put Zeke outside. Coach, we're going to blitz them both. We'll get him up here, but I got a chance to coach Boomer in the East West Shrine game. That was so much fun. And, uh, yeah, I'd really like to have him out there. <laughs> we will have more with Coach Spack when we come back. This is the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock Spack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! At Jimmy John's, we don't make sandwiches. We make the sandwich of sandwiches. We use fresh veggies because we don't hate salads. We just feel bad for them. We make our sandwiches exactly how you want because you're the one who's eating it. 
And we bake bread all day, every day, because stale bread isn't bread. It's croutons. Sandwich history is written by the victors. Good thing we have legible handwriting. Jimmy John's, the sandwich of sandwiches. Order pickup or delivery on the app. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, have you tried Moe's Homewrecker yet? It's a fully loaded burrito, and it comes with this epic new guacamole. Yeah, you heard me. Guacamole. One bite, and you'll be saying, what the guac? Wait, hold up. I said that wrong. It's more like, what the g-? Most home record burrito is awesome. And yeah, it comes with guac. Welcome to Moe's. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Spack and his staff and players a successful football season. I encourage everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State Athletics. Go you Redbirds! Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. If you're in the area, stop on by. We're here until 7 o'clock at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. Fans, check out the newest game day experience at Hancock Stadium this fall, Redbird Row. It's free and open to the public. Redbird Row will include live music at every game, a video wall showcasing college football games from across the country, a beer garden, and food for purchase. Each week will also include... The Reggie's Kid Zone, Yard Games, and a refillable water bottle station from the Office of Sustainability called Reggie's Watering Hole. As always, fans will be able to welcome the Redbird football team for the bird walk beginning two and a half hours prior to kickoff this season. The team will gather and make their way through the F-62 parking lot, also known as the Turner Lot, on their way to Redbird Row. Coach, the Birds and the Salukis this Saturday night we talked about coming off the bye weekend, a lot of interest, a lot of excitement surrounding this conference opener on Saturday night. Obviously, the blackout coming out, fans encouraged to wear black, a sellout crowd, and an opportunity to open conference play in the toughest conference in FCS football. At what point do you have to kind of ground your guys a little bit more to worry about execution and not let emotion take over? We, you know, I really I shouldn't have to do that, but we'll see. Um, right now, I think our team our team is uh, very mature. They had fun today in practice. I think they're excited to play. I'm not going to take that enthusiasm away from them, but hey, you know, I bring them down to earth by hey, it's about X's and O's. It's about doing your assignment and playing with great effort and uh, great technique. And you got to focus on on one play at a time. Don't get ahead of yourself. And uh, but they they know that this, you know that's been our our mantras for the last 14 years. You know? So um, I think they're they'll handle it real well. Um, I don't have any any uh, any problems with. It. I, I think our leadership's really good. You got one of our better leaders up here tonight. Uh, and Zeke, he's a captain, and along with Anik's dad, I think they do a 
Our, that whole class does a great job with our with our team. And when you have good team leaders like that, you really, as a coach, it's more player-driven, and that makes it a little easier. Uh, any great team I've ever been a part of, whether it's a player or a coach, uh, a championship team, it's usually player-driven. And uh, you talk about the people that, you know, that, that win our league um, the, the, up, in, uh, up in Fargo. Every coach that I know has been through there that says it's not, it's about the players. It's, it's player run, and, and it's just kind of how it works. And, uh, and every, every really good team I've been a part of in my life, and in, in any sport, particularly football, has been player, player driven. And I think our players have done a good job with that. When will you have, when you, I, I bet you're going to have Boomer speak to the team sometime. When will you do that, coach? Yeah, I, I, you know, he's, he's really busy. Um, yeah. We're trying to, I, I think we're going to try to do that tomorrow. Pre, pre, pre practice. Uh, we, we usually go at about 4.30. I think Boomer will be out there about 4.15 or so. So uh, we'll get our guys up and, uh, have him talk to him briefly. I know he's got a lot of things he's got to do tomorrow, but uh, he's talked to our team before. Right. And uh, he's Does undefeated. Job, he? Yeah, he's undefeated. Okay. So, good, good. So, so, I happen to know that, yeah, Coach. That's yeah, why I was kind yeah, of encouraging. So, yeah. So <laughs> he does he, a good job. Yeah, he does a really good job. And uh, um, so we're, we're looking forward to that tomorrow, too. SIU, the 19th-ranked team in the land. They have won two straight after an 0-2 start. It's almost been a bit of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde for them. They got off to a... An inauspicious 0-2 start, but it put together back-to-back pretty quality wins at Northwestern and then at home against what was then 19th ranked North Dakota down in Carbondale last Saturday. It's a team that's interesting on paper because they're so dynamic when you watch them on film and they'll throw just about everything but the kitchen sink at you offensively. Yeah, they're very, uh, you know, Nick does a good job down there. He, he, he uh, They do a good job of disguising uh, what they do, um, you know, our guys like to call it eyewash. You know, there's a lot of things they do that try to try to get your eyes off what you're what you're really supposed to be looking at. Uh, they 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 try to formate you a little bit with formations to get you uh, unbalanced stuff to get you out of position. They got Northwestern a couple times with that and, uh, and scored. Um, there's a lot of little little tricks of the trade they do they do a good job with that uh, that are very interesting. So. Um, we're going to have to be really sharp, particularly in the secondary. Uh, make sure we're li- everybody's going to be have to be sharp, not just secondary, but um, we'll have to be particularly sharp on defense because they do a great job of masking what they're trying to do. If you look at them on paper offensively, that would be the strength for this that ball club. Good quarterback, veteran running back, some outstanding receiving cores, even a good special teams. But the way your defense is played makes for a really good matchup, I think, on Saturday. Yeah, something's going to have to give. Yeah, you know? right. Um, you know. It's going to be two good, two really good units going at it. Two, you know, two units that'll probably be towards the top of the league and uh, um, year in and year out are uh, in the top of the league. So uh, we had a we had a really good battle down there a year ago, and I, I think we're better defensively than we were a year ago. And uh, I know our players are excited for this game, um, particularly on defense. Um, they thought that game got away from them in the fourth quarter, and uh, and, and that that's not like us. So. Uh, it'll be a it'll be a it'll be a really interesting match. You know the quarterback's a really good little player. Uh, he's frustrating. He's hard to tackle. He's you know he's only five foot eight. He's not very tall, um, but he's strong and he can. He's got a really good arm. He spins it really well. Um, he's he's won at every you know at, at the high school level. He's a state champion at Rochester and he, he's 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 won there. Um, and he's just a a gritty tough uh, player. Uh, so he's going to be. Hard to, you know, he'd be hard to handle. We got to keep him in the pocket the best we can. Um, their receivers are very good, and they're they're very experienced. Uh, and as well as, uh, you know, they got they got a couple. They got a big back. They got a couple backs that are that are good players, but they got a big back. They move all over the place, 
in uh, in Williams, I believe. Yeah, uh, and, the, and he's and he'll throw too. He'll throw. He'll go play, out of the wildcat. He plays quarterback. He plays he plays receiver. You know, he's a punt returner, kickoff returner. He does a lot of things. And for a 235-pound man, that's, yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> it seems like he's been there forever, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> just he plays s- wide out. He plays receiver, and he catches deep balls. He caught, he caught an unbelievable pass against Northwestern. And, and he, he's a really good player. And so we have to know where he's at all the time because he, he's, a, he's a dynamic guy. And he'll have something for us probably that we haven't seen. And uh, we'll just have to be really, really sharp. Every, every time, they always seem like wherever they play, they score 30-some points on no matter how they did last week against a good defensive team in North Dakota. And uh, they, just, they just got a good offensive unit, as you're saying. And uh, last year, you shut them down for two and a half quarters, and then all of a sudden, they took off. Yeah, we got, we got up at 17 nothing, yeah. and, and we, were, we were still had going in the fourth quarter. And just right. Just couldn't hold on to the lead. So um, I think that sits under our players. Uh, good. A burr under a saddle, so to speak, and uh, we'll see. But that was last year, you know. When, yeah, once they snap the ball, all that stuff goes by the wayside. It's, it's two and a, three and a half hours you're playing on Saturday night. Who's the best? Is the best during that three and a half hours? The team is going to win. So. You're darn right. And they got to right. play the fourth quarter this year. Yep. And sure they do. know that. That's yep. that's what's good. Yep. They said we said they won two straight with those wins at Northwestern against North Dakota, but they were beaten their first two times out. At a very good Incarnate Word team right. to open up the campaign. And then at home, they lost to SEMA, who's obviously much improved this year as well. But what did you see in any of the films and those that made the opponent successful against SIU? Um, well, they, they both threw the ball very well. Um, you know, Incarnate Word is a, is a throwing team. Um, that was a bizarre game. I, I don't know how to explain it. It was just the lighting of the, of the stadium was weird. It, it, just, it just looked like a really different place to play and i think they got they, they got caught in an ambush so to speak yeah. and yeah. they just got rolling on them it's just, it's just one of those deals it's a bad it night and it sure can and they're, they're a good team they throw it a lot um you know the, uh, the southeast missouri game you know we played them a couple of years ago and they're they they got a real dynamic receiver and i he played awful well and the quarterback played pretty well so and he ran the ball with some success you know so that, that they, they had some balance um, they had a, a late drive uh, in the game to take the lead and to win it, basically. And there was two personal fi- or two uh, pass uh, uh, interference calls against Southern. Uh, Southern during that during that drive. Uh, they kept the drive alive and gave them a chance to to win. So um, a lot of things had you know kind of fell in, in, in Southeast's his favor, but they're they're a good football team, no doubt. When you talk about the potential of seeing some things from Southern that maybe you haven't seen on film as of yet. How big a role does that play at this time of year when you get in the conference, or is it just pretty much lace them up and best goes against best? Well, you know, we're not quite there yet. To You kind of are who you are, you know, but uh, uh, you're getting close to that, you know. But there, there's some things I think that people are going to make some big improvements uh, here in the next couple of weeks, and, and by the time end of October comes around, you are who you are. Uh, but I think, I think we're a team I think is going to continue to improve, uh, particularly offensively. Um, I think we have some room to go on, on defense as well. You know, we uh, <clears throat> we can execute better in, in certain scenarios. Uh, our kicking game can do some things better, um, you know, as we're getting healthier, which is really good. Um, so I, 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 I think there's some there's something to that, but I, I, I really, uh, you know, I, I, there are some things you can still kind of, you know, they're, they're, you can kind of use in the back of your mind that or, or use that are, that are deceptive, you know, on e- either side of the football to try to, Try to create a mismatch some way somehow, and that's it's just about matchups. That's all it is, you know. And getting the right right matchup, and 
Um, and there's still ways we can, you know, both teams can do that. So we haven't shown everything quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Either team. So, yeah. Coach, Nick, Nick Baker, he, he's, he's like a junior this year, right? The quarterback? Correct, right. And uh, I believe I can remember watching him win the state championship with Rochester, and I believe it was against Morris, which was really a tough physical team. Right. And that little guy took over and, and did it. And uh, you, you, you considered recruiting him, but then yeah. backed off because he, he's only 5'8". That's probably the reason you did, right? Everybody did. Yeah. I Except don't Southern. I think yeah. they're the only one that did. I, I really like our quarterback we have right now. Yes. Uh, but, yes. Uh, yeah, I go round and round on that one. I was going round and round on that when I know we, we're you trying were. to recruit him because he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, I've had some smaller quarterbacks that just haven't worked well, out yeah. for us. You've you had know? Some, yeah. But we've had some smaller guys that have been really good. You know, we, and we, you know, Tommy Rittenhouse isn't a giant, and he's, he's going to be a good low player. So, um, But, yeah, it's just – you know, I kind of err on the size of side of size and speed. Yes. In football, and uh, you know that's artillerism, and, uh, <laughs> and and it's true though. I mean, you yeah. if, if if you err, you err on a side of size or speed. Right. And right. Uh, and that, that's because you're going to win more often than lose in a, in a recruiting battle. You but. had some of those little guys at Purdue that were pretty good, coach. Real good. <laughs> and uh, had real had some small linebackers that could run. Right. You know. Right. Could, they go to the combine, they run 4-4 four, four and 4-5. You know, it's it's hard to get those guys. And it takes a while to get them big enough, you know, but that's that's part of it, you know. Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Yeah, get me out of here. Get the real guys up here. <laughs> when we, we come back, Zeke. senior linebacker Zeke Vandenberg stops by. It's our student-athlete spotlight brought to you by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representative. Stay with us. This is the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Your country financial representative, Melissa Eisenberg, is an ISU alumni and proud supporter of ISU Athletics. She understands that life brings about changes and believes in listening to clients and understanding their needs to develop a plan for the future to achieve their goals. See country financial representative, Melissa Eisenberg, for all your insurance and financial needs. Melissa's office is on Eastland Drive in Bloomington. She encourages everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State Athletics. Go you Redbirds! A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! At Jimmy John's, we don't make sandwiches. We make the sandwich of sandwiches. We use fresh veggies because we don't hate salads. We just feel bad for them. We make our sandwiches exactly how you want because you're the one who's eating it. And we bake bread all day, every day, because stale bread isn't bread. It's croutons. Sandwich history is written by the victors. Good thing we have legible handwriting. Jimmy John's, the sandwich of sandwiches. Order pickup or delivery on the app. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Paul Davis Restoration, how can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome back to the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. We're live at Schooners at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington until 7 o'clock. Coming up on Saturday night, 84th meeting all-time between the Birds and SIU. Game time set for 6.30 at Hancock Stadium. Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie, and myself will kick off our network coverage beginning at 5.30. You can listen to it live locally on AM 1230 at 102.1 WJBC as well as 93.7 FM Nash Icon. Also, download the Learfield Varsity Network app and hear live play-by-play coverage wherever you might be right here along the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. It's now time for our student-athlete spotlight, brought to you as always by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representatives. And tonight, we welcome senior linebacker Zeke Vandenberg. Zeke, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Saying you're off to an incredible start to the campaign is probably an understatement. You lead the Valley in tackles per game, averaging 10 stops per contest, also tops in the Valley with five sacks. You guys have played three weeks of the campaign. You're 2-1, and one, and you have taken home already two Defensive Player of the Week honors 
in the Missouri Valley Conference. That's a pretty impressive start to this campaign. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Start to the year. One of the reasons why is he was a strong side outside linebacker last year. They move him to weak side, which makes you more of a pass rusher, right? And you're instead of and you're getting a lot more sacks, and that's your strong suit. He needs to stay on that weak side. He does a good job there. I would say he's doing a pretty good <laughs> job right now. Yeah, the numbers bear that out. The thing that's so surprising to me is, obviously, as we we spoke before we came back on air during the break, very well spoken, very clean cut. When your helmet's off, when your helmet's on, you play like a psychopath. It's, just, it's a <laughs> dynamic I'm not ready to see. That's what I, he's supposed to do. I was surprised to see that. Hey, he was he's a first-team all-academic selection, selection last year, so he's also pretty smart, too. And Valley All-Conference right. now from Freeport, Illinois, just outside of Rockford. And your father is an assistant football coach at Freeport High School. You had an opportunity to play for it, didn't you? Not anymore, but when I was playing. When you were playing, school, though, yeah. you got to play with them. That had to be an outstanding opportunity for four years. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I owe it all to my parents. They're great parents. I love my dad. So it wasn't the same dynamic that you would think of with, you know, having your dad coach you. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, right. And he's always uh, just pushed me to be my best and didn't really uh, put too much pressure or um, treat me different than any other player when I was playing, so I really enjoyed it. That, that, that's an awesome experience to be able to do that um, for a father and son, I think. And your dad, your father Patrick, played at Wheaton College as well, which is one of the better programs in Division Three. So obviously, football goes in your bloodlines. But how has the season gone? Obviously, individually, we said your tops in the valley in a number of different categories defensively. But talk a little bit about that improvement of this team. I think collectively going back to this time last year to where you stand right now? Well, I think we got uh, just a good group of guys on both sides of the ball that bring it every day. And I think the most talented guys on the team are the hardest workers and prepare the best each week. And um, I've been here six years, so you see new class every year, a new group of guys, uh, different guys leading the team each year. And I think we just got like a good core um, guys that just approach the game the right way. So um, last week it was just cool to see um, we didn't put it all together as a team. I think we can play a lot better, but a lot of things went well. We capitalized on a lot of things, so that was just cool to see. And, you know, Coach, Coach has mentioned a couple of different times, did so in one of our earlier segments tonight, that, you know, successful teams are pretty much player-driven. So the upperclassmen, the leadership kind of dictates – whatever you want to say, culture, whatever other word you want to use, and that seems really apparent in this and program. And he's one of the captains. He's exactly. a defensive captain, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when Zach came in in the spring, he kind of uh, put the blueprint out there for how to lead one side of the ball, and I've learned from him a lot, like getting guys in in the off season, watching film together, because you can watch all the film in the world and do your own preparation, but it's, there's 11 guys out there that uh, you want to feel – like they're just as prepared, and um, I think Zach did a good job of getting with multiple position groups uh, over the spring, over the summer, and then um, I kind of just took that to the defense and tried to get guys together, and Kenton Wilhoyt's done a great job as well, and we've got guys on the D-line that are eager to lead, so I think um, just each position group has had like a professional approach to preparing for games this year. 
Now you guys have won two straight. You're two and one overall non-conference season or the non-conference portion of the seasons in the rearview mirror. Conference play starts. Conference play is always important, but when you're talking about the Missouri Valley Football Conference, it's a completely different animal than most programs. You've been through this gauntlet, for lack of a better word. How do you prepare the guys for exactly what they're going to face on a week-in, week-out basis? I think it's just a different intensity you got to bring to the game. And, um, I mean, I've been playing these same guys at Southern for a while now. <laughs> so you kind of get a feel for um, – what opposing teams like to do that just comes with experience but in terms of um like being a first-time starter or uh underclassman you just got to come in knowing uh every conference game is just going to be a dog fight it seems like one team can be having a great year one team can be having a down year and every week it's a close game so you just got to prepare that way you had uh, last year i think you're going to have a similar game Saturday, as you did last year here against Northern Iowa, where you were the defensive player of the week in the conference, and you had 14 tackles, two sacks, and three tackles for loss. And I think you're going to have another game like that this year. And that that's sa awesome. this Saturday. I know you will, brother. <laughs> you will. What are your thoughts as you've seen this team kind of go as far as how far can this team go? Because it's been a drastic change from last year, obviously, but this seems like it's a team that's locked in and is starting to play their best football and has improved significantly from week to week. Yeah, I think we have a lot of potential, but, I mean, Coach always says potential doesn't mean anything. Gets you fired, I think, is yeah. what coach, a lot of coaches <laughs> like to say. And you can get too caught up in, like, what you want your record to be at the end of the year, where you want to be at, but it's really a, a one-game season every week, and you got to just prepare for the team you're playing and not look past anybody. And I think everybody is – it hasn't been an issue getting up for this game, first conference game, Southern Illinois in-state team. So I think that's where our focus is at right now. And it's got to be exciting as a player, too. There's obviously a lot of buzz about this football program this year, especially you guys have gotten off to the good start. You have a sellout coming on Saturday. It's a blackout day all weekend long. That's got to be a fun environment to play in. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, just I heard that there's going to be uh, standing room only seats right. in the grass and just a playing environment like that. Playing in Wisconsin was insane. And um, I, I always have said it's like a superpower out there when the crowd starts roaring <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. the adrenaline is going and that kind of feeds your play. So um, just the more fans, the more energy, the better. I think uh, we definitely play better when the crowd is involved. The students have been real good this year, too, that other side. And uh, I think they, they've got a few left. That's it for on that student side also. So you're going to have a full house on that other side, too, which is great for you because you'll be playing over there a lot on that weak side. <laughs> yeah. Look for number five, folks. He'll be there. He'll be making a lot of plays, I guarantee you. That quarterback's going to be running for his life away from this guy. <laughs> He's number five. We got two number five captains. He and we do. Zeke. Right. He and Zeke. Well, Zeke. Thanks so much for stopping by. It was a pleasure. Continue good luck, not only this weekend, but the rest of the year. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. That's senior linebacker Zeke Vandenberg. He has been our guest on tonight's Student Athlete Spotlight, brought to you by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representatives. When we come back, we'll talk to former Redbird Hall of Famer and All-American linebacker Boomer Grigsby in the house. Stay with us. This is the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light.
Live from Schooners in Bloomington on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Fat Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Back by popular demand, Hy-Vee drive-through flu shot clinics. Just follow the signs in your Hy-Vee parking lot to get your flu shot right from your car. It's easy, convenient, and no appointment or prescription is necessary. Drive-through flu shots are offered on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 3 to 7 p.m. Or get your flu shot inside your Hy-Vee pharmacy at any time with no appointment necessary. Plus, when you get your flu shot at Hy-Vee, you get a 20-cent Hy-Vee fuel saver. Some restrictions apply. Join us as we start up the basketball season Thursday, October 27th from noon to 1 at the Aaron Leach Stadium Club for the men and women's basketball tip-off luncheon. The luncheon will feature head coaches Kristen Gillespie and Ryan Peden along with members of their staffs. Tickets are $20 per person or buy a table of eight for $160 and get a chance to sit with the coach or student athlete. Tickets can be purchased at GoRedbirds.com promotions by using the promo code TIPOFF22 or call the Redbird Ticket Office at 309-438-8000. Davis Restoration, how can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Welcome back to the Broxback Show, presented by Bud Light. We're at Scooters in Bloomington as we welcome in our special guest tonight, ISU Hall of Famer, three-time All-American linebacker, and a member of the 2022 class of the College Football Hall of Fame. He will be honored on Saturday night and officially inducted in December 6th of this year in Las Vegas as we welcome in Boomer Grigsby. Boomer, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It's been, a, it's been a busy week. We had an opportunity to connect for the In the Nest podcast earlier in the week. If you fans haven't listened or downloaded that podcast yet, shame on you. 
but it was a good conversation for the week. Um, now that you're in town, obviously you're going to be honored on Saturday night. I mentioned this the other day as well. Hall of Famer, Boomer Grigsby in the College Football Hall of Fame. Sounds pretty good. It definitely doesn't sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really something that you could ever really see coming, though. You know, when you're a young kid and you're playing the game, you're not really thinking that far down the road and how something will mean to you at a different stage of your life. There's probably a few offensive coordinators during your playing career who said, yeah, that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. So <laughs> some people might have seen it coming. Maybe not you because you're humble. <laughs> I hope so. But it <laughs> <laughs> means I was doing my job well. Yeah. does mean that. You did it very well. Still hold the FCS record for career total tackles, 550 for your four-year career. Two-time winner of the Sporting News FCS Defensive Player of the Year Award, which they actually named after you, which is a pretty good indication that you're a Hall of Fame caliber, I think. Five-year NFL career after being drafted in the fifth round by the Kansas City Chiefs. And the best story I've heard, urban legend or not, you said it was absolutely true why don't you tell everybody your recruiting story from Canton High School? <laughs> okay. So I was a junior at Canton High School, and it was the spring of a junior year, and I think that Illinois State had a young graduate assistant by the name of Derek Winnington. I don't know if he still lives around here. If you do, Derek, thank you for changing my life. Uh, <laughs> I think he was doing what a graduate assistant would do and hitting, like, every school within his region or territory. And he came through to see a buddy of mine that actually, like, we, we used to ride to school together. He was, like, 6'4", 275-pound guy, long arms, like, great offensive lineman. Like, just had all the numbers. And we were lifting weights in, like, this rustic weight room at Canton High School. And, and he started talking, this man started talking to me. And, like, obviously I enjoyed the attention because he's a college football coach. Um, and then that's where the relationship started. They followed up through the summer. They came to our, our, my first game as a senior offered a scholarship a couple of days later and like I, I didn't even say yes because I didn't know if you were supposed to say yes like <laughs> and this is like real like they called like on a Sunday and we're like you know I want you to come play football in Illinois State and I'm like thank you I, <laughs> and you don't know what you don't know like I wasn't even trying to be tough or arrogant or I, I by the way I had no other options that's that's very important to the story <laughs> I just thought you were supposed to like say yes and kind of be like well I should think about it <laughs> <laughs> You know, I went to school the next day, and the, the PE teacher was a football coach and was like, why didn't you tell him yes? I, I told him that you are going to tell him yes. I'm like, I was supposed to tell him yes? <laughs> it was just so, he's like, yes, you're supposed to tell him yes. I'm like, well, what about, okay, I'll tell him yes. <laughs> and there's no regrets because no one else called, not a single other school, not a D2, not a D3, not an NAA, not a JUCO. Like, and I don't gamble, so it wasn't like I was playing poker. I just, I just didn't know I was supposed to be like, yes, I love that you want me. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> a hard-working GA walking through a weight room yeah. changes the complexion of this institution's football program and your life as well, which including a five-year NFL career, and you guys ran into each other yeah, a little bit later on. Yeah, it's a really interesting story. Um, I think that was the last time, Boomer, we were we, we, the college coaches coached the East-West Shrine game. Uh, our head coach, Coach Tiller at the time, uh, what they did, they took your offense and defensive coordinator head coach, and we had – uh, NFL Europe uh, assistants helped us, and along with alumni that were great players, helped us uh, as assistant coaches. Uh, and the other 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 side of the uh, ball was uh, uh, Mike Riley and Paul Christ, uh, who, was, who was the offensive coordinator at the time over there. Uh, so it was, it was the last time college coaches did it. 
Uh, and I coached linebackers, and I was a coordinator, and, uh, and Boomer was one of our guys, and he did a great job, and um, I just I remember him being really physical and being able to run and, and tough, and he's a, you can tell he loved football, and it was, uh, you know, I, there was a, you know, I tried to set up the drill so every, every kid would go one at a time, if I don't remember that. We, yeah. we got to go one at a time. It's not, 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 not competing like one guy against the other, so they could kind of watch a guy move. I t- tried to teach the guys the, the, the drills before we – before all the scouts showed up, so they, they knew what to expect, and not try to, not try to hey, we're going to do this today. Um, so they get, get, learned the drills, and, they, and, and Boomer did a really good job. Obviously, he got drafted, and uh, he's he's a great player and, uh, and, and a really good personality, great guy. He's been good to us uh, since I've come here, and uh, he's been a real supporter of, of, of our staff and in uh, our program, and uh, we appreciate it. But I will say this: there's only one person to be the first, and he's the first player ever in football to go in the Hall of Fame. Now, that's, that's unbelievable. He'll, that'll be forever. Thank you for that. Yeah, well, you, you deserve it. And, and to be the first to go in, and hopefully not the last, but the first, uh, that, that's uh, really, really impressive. And you deserve everything you've gotten. Definitely won't be the last. Um, I mean, when I think about that, you, you brought back like a flood of memories because I, I, I do recall that. And, like, it takes like a genuine heart of a coach because, you know, I mean, I'm coming from Illinois State, and this is a defensive coordinator who's been longstanding and successful at Purdue. And, and that was we were doing one at a time because the goal of, a, of an all-star game isn't really to – it's always winning in a way, but it's not really winning that way. You're trying to expose yourself to collegiate or to NFL scouts, and, and he realized that. And so actually, like, looking back, I haven't even really thought about it from that lens but, like, that was, like, the goal was to just expose yourself and show your talents, and he did prepare us for that. And, like, that's where the relationship started. So it was just irony a few years later that when he did come to Illinois State, like, it was just a small world kind of situation. Yeah, it was uh, – I remember it was a lot of fun. My kids one, – one of my children is here, and she's now 35, believe it or not. She was about this tall. Uh, she was about this tall when, when we were out in, in, uh, in San Francisco together. But uh, I, I wasn't really looking forward to it. Uh, I was really – tired uh we had just played in a in a new year's day bowl game and we had to get on plane and and after the after the week was over i was one of the funnest uh, weeks i ever spent with, with not only because of the bowl game we could never spend much time with our family when we were done with you guys there wasn't a lot of you know there wasn't a lot of game planning because you only could play a cut do a couple things uh so we got to spend time with our families but my son brent who, who's not here he's under the weather tonight but he was, he's hoping to see you but he actually played here played linebacker here yeah. and he he came out to practice, and he put a different helmet on every day. Uh, the Michigan guys gave him a helmet, the Florida State guys, and he got to wear a Redbird helmet, which he ended up wearing for real as a, as a college player when he put, when he put your awesome. helmet on. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you remember that, but uh, that, 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 those, those things stick in his, in, in his head. Now, he's, he's almost 30. He's 29, <laughs> so to make you feel old. <clears throat> but he was a little guy, uh, about that tall. But he was out to every practice. Um, we but that was the goal. That was the goal is to get get you guys exposed. It's just know? two different perspectives completely. You know, what I mean, like like the <laughs> Illinois State season ended. I think like the first or second week of November, right? And then uh, I think college ended just a couple weeks later. So like I'd already been in Atlanta for like six weeks, living training. off an agent's money, training, yeah, yeah. and you were still grinding. <laughs> and then you were going to get done with your season and go spend time with your family. But they're like, no, we want you to come coach, coach the East West Shrine game. game. Right. <laughs> well, our, our head coach. Uh, he uh, he uh, he volunteered me. You know? <laughs> he, he, Interesting. He, he he was going to be the head coach, obviously, and he played in the East West Shrine game. Coach Tiller played in it, and he 
he thought it was a, you know, he obviously had a great experience with it, and he wanted to, he said, oh, you're going to love it. And I said, ah, I'm kind of tired. But it was, it ended up being, it ended up being really, it was really fun. It was uh, all worth it for this uh, moment, right? Uh, yeah, for this moment. Look, at, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, it really was, it was a great experience, and I got to meet a lot of good guys. You got to play against some good players that had great careers yeah. in the NFL. I'm sure you followed each other, and hell, you played five years, which is a long career. Uh, and, yeah. And that I had a great career. It was so, a great experience. I mean, yeah. I think it was my first time to California, and it was like 40 degrees. I was, it was freezing. Really cold. And like, you know, you only know what you know. It's like I thought Bloomington Normal was Chicago the first time I came here. I went to California, and I'm like, <laughs> it's freezing. I have a sweatshirt on. Like, I'm thinking about beaches and surfing and you know, not in all San the Francisco, that you brother. Associate with California. <laughs> Learn that lesson quickly. Yeah. I forget. We, 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 we practiced at uh, San Francisco. Yeah. It was a baseball stadium. That's right? what we played in, right? We played in the, the, new, the new baseball stadium. We yeah. were on the same sideline. Remember that? Yeah. And we had to, didn't we have to go the same way? <laughs> Both teams had to go the same way. There wasn't enough room. So we had to turn <laughs> the, the stadium. Like, like when Wrigley, they used Wrigley Field. We had to do the same thing. It was just bizarre. And, we're, and they're, they're right next to us on the bench next to us. So I'd bring them all down the other end. So, we didn't we only do but three calls, but we, right. we were trying to do little adjustments over there I, during the game. Trying to, trying to talk like this so they wouldn't hear us, but it was it was bizarre. It was, but it was fun. It, it was a really good time. Yeah. Good experience. It was. It was a great experience. I know you were pretty much booked throughout the weekend, obviously leading up to being honored on Saturday night. But how is it being to be back in Bloomington Normal this time around? It's nostalgic, um, and and I've never been afraid of sentiment like. I mean, I'll tear to a good movie or even a great song, but, like, coming back now at 40 with, like, I, I have young boys and, and thinking about it from just, like, a different lens, it just kind of makes it even that much more special. Like, I was, like, flying in and, like, looking out the window with, like, my phone, like, looking down at things that, like, I just remember feeling so different about it when I was 18, 19, or 20 years old here. So, like, it, it's great to be back. And, obviously, your parents still in Canton. Yeah. Um, Nice to be able to have this kind of accomplishment, this kind of honor, not only on campus, but on a national stage like the College Football Hall of Fame and have them be able to be involved as well. 100%. I mean, and, and you and I talked about that. Like, it would have been an honor no matter when it happened. But I, to me, it's most important that people that were part of the process can actually enjoy it because the, the moment is a lot bigger than me, and my parents were such a big part of my life and growing up only an hour away from here, that they're around and they can experience it with me is different than if I was, when I was 65 years old and maybe they were gone. And it was you can still me. walk and talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a concern. That is a, a concern. concern. <laughs> I'll just play. I usually don't bring it up to everyone, especially I, on the radio. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming, bro. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 400 tackles, you had have, you have 100 more than I did. And I forget a lot of stuff. So... Well, I mean, for what I do for a living now, when I actually mess something up, I usually just blame head trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it, it creates laughter, and then we move on to the next subject. Right. Everybody forgot that the statement that I just made previously was rather ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> well, Boomer, thank you so much for stopping by. It was a pleasure to see you, and most congratulations for not only the honor this weekend, but December 6th when you're officially inducted in the newest class, the College Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome back. Congratulations. These people love you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you very Good much. Job. Thank you. Boomer Grigsby, three-time All-American linebacker and Illinois State Hall of Famer. He will be officially inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame this coming December in the class of 2022.
We're going to take a break. When we come back, your opportunity to ask a question to head coach Brock Spack. This is the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock Spack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Restoration, how can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. When it comes to selecting your seed corn partner, we know you've got a choice to make. At Wiffles Hybrids, we've made a choice too. A choice to remain independent. A choice to remain farm family owned. A choice to stay American. So, when it's time for you to make your choice, make a statement. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles. The Redbirds didn't head into this season without a game plan. Choosing the best strategy for the road ahead is essential. Thankfully, making a game plan is easier with Health Alliance. When you become a member, you get access to doctors you trust, perks you deserve, and customer service reps always ready to help. Join a winning team that's dedicated to delivering dependable coverage made for Illinois State fans like you. Learn more at healthalliance.org. Welcome back to the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light. We're here at Scooters in Bloomington. It's now time for head coach Brock Spack to answer your questions. And coach, we'll begin with a note from Emma tonight. Where would you rather be, at the lake or at a defensive staff meeting? Oh, God. <laughs> that is a tough, you know the answer to that question, don't you? And they're going to be shocked. <laughs> I'd rather be at the lake. <laughs> oh, I even thought it was the other Have way around. You, did you really? Oh, you thought. Oh. 
That's tough, but I love the lake. Now. Uh, look who she's got. I was your her. age. Yeah. You know, I used to go to the lake when I was your age. <laughs> who on the team have you seen the most growth from so far this season? Um, I would say the most growth, maybe not just this season, is over the last two years is the guy you had up here, Zeke Vandenberg. Right you know, I, I think he's he, um, he has really, really grown up uh, a lot. You know, he – uh, he came in um, and wanted me to do an evaluation of him, Boomer. He wanted me to evaluate him as, a, uh, as an NFL prospect. I said, you sure you want me to do that to you? Uh, so, yeah. So we, he came in two summers ago, and I sat down, and we, we, I pulled out about 82 plays, and it took us about three hours. And I said, what do you think? He said, I'm not very good. I said, no, you're not. And you got a long way to go, bro. <laughs> and it, you you think you're pretty good, but you got a long way to go. And so he, so he really, I'm not saying that was a difference, but he really did a good job of 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 of, of practicing and working his butt off. And he's really grown a lot in the last two years. He really has. He's got a chance now, doesn't he? He does. Yep, sure does. Final question: With a huge crowd expected for Family Weekend on Saturday, how much of a difference does that make during the game? I think it makes a huge difference. It, you know, the players feel your energy, you know, and um, they, they, they feel it. And they don't necessarily hear everything, but they feel the energy of the stadium, particularly from the, uh, the student section. Right, the right. students have been great, um, but that, that's huge. And they see people on the berm, you know, on the grass. And, yes. And standing room only, it's, you know, it's a pretty, pretty cool environment to play in. They've even got the whole side over there. On, it hasn't been you know, over the people by that whole thing sold out. Me personally, I think this is what college football yes. should be like. Yes. You know, it's, you know, it, it's 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 a great uh, it's a great setting, and uh, when that place is sold out, it's it's very very special. It'll be a huge weekend this coming weekend on the Bloomington Normal Campus, beginning tomorrow night, six o'clock. The Redbird volleyball team will have a blackout at Redbird Arena against Valparaiso. Then on Saturday, 6.30, the Birds, the 19th-ranked Salukis of SIU. In a blackout, fans, please wear black to the game on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, the Redbird soccer team will take on the Belmont Bruins in a noon start at Adelaide Street Field. That'll do it for our show tonight. We'll be back here next Thursday night, beginning at 6 o'clock, from the Schooners Beer Garden for another edition of the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Special thanks to senior linebacker Zeke Vandenberg, and the Hall of Famer, Boomer Grigsby, for stopping by tonight. For Redbird head coach Brock Spack, my partner Ted Schmitz, our on-site engineer Greg Holbeib, and Jake Fogel back at the WJBC Network Studios. This is John Fitzgerald. We'll see you on the radio Saturday night, beginning at 5.30 for the Birds and the Salukis. Good night. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this has been the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network.